loved him. Everybody loved him. Shout out to Eddie Guerrero, man. <laughs> All right. Now, this person right here is steaming with controversy, but one might argue who isn't. All right. Especially I've learned how to separate the content from the creator, the art from the artist, the policy from the politician, the preaching from the preacher. Because if we keep just trying to look for perfect people, we're going to get upset because the only one perfect is Jesus. And since you don't want him, <laughs> you know, since you're always throwing him out and throwing him in on our bus, <coughs> you, you know, you really don't want perfection. You want what makes you happy. So I got to say that this person influenced my childhood. Yes, I was disappointed with the racist rant, but he has apologized. He has given his life to the Lord. I saw the baptism video. I'm happy for him. And I, and I pray that he really is changed and is changing and will do good. But there is no rock without this individual. If there's one wrestler who took wrestling beyond the ring, who made himself as big as the brand, if not bigger, who made Hollywood see this, the, the production and say, we have to tap into this talent pool. The first one to do it was Terry. Hulk Hogan, as wild as that sounds, has had many different it ain't even, It ain't really wild. It's just the truth. I hate it's to just, see it. Right. It's just the truth. It's the truth. He made me want to grip my t-shirts as a little kid. So they- What's up? I'm super pumped. Just got done with another workout. It's your boy CMK33. Connect me on Instagram and on the business page of CMK underscore global. You know how I get through it. You know how I get that pump look. <laughs> Best pre-workout on the market. www.seasonkglobal.store. Happy New Year! Yo, we're back. This episode, this right here, this right here, cuz, <laughs> this is the top 10 Greatest male wrestlers of all time, hence the Hulkamania shirt that I have on. We are going to create the definitive list of the top 10 greatest wrestlers of all time. So I got my man Steve O back with the Steve O Speaks because he is a historian. I let me talk to you about how I came to wrestling as a boy. You know, I was a boy, I wrestled, I played with action figures. I wanted to do power bombs. And, you know, before church, we would see wrestling. Wrestling would come on Saturday mornings after cartoons. So you'd have the X-Men, you'd have all your Saturday morning cartoons, and then wrestling would appear. Then you'd have WCW Nitro. I think that was Monday, right? Then you had Tuesday. You also have Monday Night Raw, but then you had Tuesday while your, you know, second tier wrestlers trying to make it to the first tier would come on. Then you would have Thursday, but then you night SmackDown and you'd have Thursday something else. But then you'd have Friday. It's like wrestling was an all week event. And it left an impressionable stance on me. And we got to discuss because you can't be a true sports fan and not like wrestling because it is where the drama begins. After this break, we'll be back to discuss the top 10 male wrestlers of all time. You'll be shocked who didn't make the list. Steve, how you doing, man? Yo, yo, yo. We're back. This is episode two. <laughs> We're back. This is how we do it. Y'all, yeah, 2024 gonna be there. Go, yeah. <laughs> gonna be there, yeah. I would elaborate, but I don't know who watching. So, you know, I it's going to be the year. But we're going to start this year off with the episode. Wrestling is your first love. Before we begin, I want you to explain to the audience why wrestling was your first love. Oh, I don't think I ever got asked this question. <laughs> That's a good question. Um... I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think everybody just was 
they always almost found it the certain way, but I think I have to give credence to my dad and my great grandfather who um that's what who introduced it to me. I remember um one of my most vivid memories of being going down to Alabama to see my great grandfather was you always know what he was watching because if he starts in wrestling, you gonna hear get him, get him, kick it. Kick it. You just you just know it's him. So you know he listened, you know he watched wrestling. So yeah, I get I started watching it. Um so uh, my grandmother also kinda watched it because he watched it. So then my father grew to watch it as as he grew up. So I started watching it. And um I actually fell in love with it to the point where I learned almost everything about it from the sp- the um, fan side part of it to the behind the scenes, how it worked, the history of it, how things work. Like I know the ins and outs of it. So that's why I love it. I I, I, I used to go to bed for everybody because, you know, the, the, everybody goes to the whole thing when they finds out that it's quote unquote fake. And I, you know, everybody in that business hates that word. And the people that loves wrestling hates that word because we understand there's nothing fake about it. It's predetermined. Like and the best thing we always put is fake. Well, it's not fake because it's predetermined. No, every nothing's fake going on. You don't go out. You you didn't go watch the end games and be like that was a fake movie. Right. <laughs> movie. <laughs> like it's a movie. Like but never do that. <laughs> right. Like you just sat there and watched Spider Man jump from building to building, but you finna sit here and call me fake because I seen <laughs> the other take a fake crucify somebody. <laughs> like yeah, why you gonna get mad at that? He was crucified, I mean, yeah, old Undertaker was wild. Um and that's gonna that's a great lead way and a great segue into the number one wrestler of all time. But I made this list. I was a little perplexed because I didn't know who I wanted at number one. I've heard debates. I've heard names that should have been. I've heard possible goats. But this person, if we make a list, you have to, how do you establish a standard? Impact, Mm -hmm. culture, longevity, just like the singers, right? Impact, culture, longevity. If there's one person in all of modern wrestling, that has had the longevity, the impact, and the culture from a respect standpoint, it is Undertaker. Undertaker is the greatest wrestler of all time. And I don't care what anybody says. And you know what? He's not even my favorite. He's just the greatest, right? He's the first wrestler to grace a cover. I remember he's on a pinball machine and, you know, walking a little tightrope. His identity has evolved probably more than any other wrestler. He, he was just the dead man that was burying people. You know, they would come up and eyes roll back in the head. Then he was the keep rolling, 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 rolling. To me, that was the best version of Undertaker. The Lip Biscuit uh, Undertaker was by far uh, on another level because he was entertaining, right? Like, you started to see more charismatic appeal. I mean, Big Boot, he was just – when Taker – Taker was so cold that he didn't even have to show up. You could be in the middle of a promo, and all you heard was, don't. <laughs> you know, you hear that little tune, yeah. all right, right. They're like, Taker! You know, he would, he would be that iconic that his sound, he had a sound, right? And I feel like if you don't have a sound, every great wrestler that I'm going to list has a sound. If I can't recognize you by your sound, you aren't that great. That is why Undertaker is, other than all the WrestleManias and all those stuff, that's why he's my number one wrestler. I am so proud that you said that. (laughs) I'm so proud. Undertaker is my favorite. And by far, regardless if he wasn't my favorite, like you said, he's the greatest wrestler we have ever seen. Yep. And I, you gave nice bullet points, but in the wrestling world, we go by character, wing work, earring psychology. That's how we go by it. Okay. And one thing about Undertaker is, for one, the character. Um, 
one thing about wrestling, you have to have a character without wrestling, without a character. It's not wrestling to me. Um, that's the whole purpose of the, it goes back to the whole history of wrestling back to the carnivals It's good guy versus bad guy is heel versus face is that it's about stories. And the one thing he, um, I respect about his most is once he got that role as Undertaker, he lived it. And he lived it to the final years of his retirement, which was like two years ago, <laughs> which is the crazy part of it. So, like, just to break a couple things down about why he's the greatest is one, his stature. He's six eight. Uh, that's a that's humongous for a rec- for a wrestler. Most wrestlers are probably in between five eight to six four. Yeah, and six four six five is where you start to get tall. So you know, I know in it for all the people that been like he's almost seven feet tall. Nah, he's seven feet tall. They they uh that's what wrestling do. They add a couple inches. They add a couple weight. But he was legit in his heyday, six eight, three hundred twenty pounds. And one thing about him, he didn't move like it. Um, early on is his career. He he thought the he thought wrestling so much to the the point where like it's almost crazy. Like if you listen to some of his, his documentaries, like he lived to the character so much that he the way he enacted himself in the ring was so different. So he wanted to be stockish, like the host, because the whole premise behind the story of the character was old school Undertaker, but um uh in a a horror film type of character so they wanted him to be almost like michael uh, michael myers that's where he also got the sit up from so he wanted to be stocky slow moving methodical but yeah. like mike flyers pop up out of nowhere quick flash and that's where you see no flashes of athleticism him walking off the road him ducking under the um the big clothesline snake eyes stuff like that and stuff like that and then like you said he understand it at that age, and he was. And one thing about wrestlers, just to, just to break this down, most wrestlers started their prime years is mid thirties. So yep. he didn't get that character till he was like what twenty nine, thirty. Yeah. And so he moving through that, going through his thing, uh, progressing, being one of the best things, living his character, one of the best promos. That's another thing you got to add on. Mike skills. He wasn't the typical 80s, 90s promo. Well, let me tell you something, brother. When you go out there, I'm going to see you down there, Mean Gene, and we're going to get it cracking in the Roman Coliseum. He didn't have that. No, he didn't. The is, what's a good way to bring people in? I'm going to speak in a deep voice, but I'm going to speak slowly and calmly so they can be like, what is he saying? You're right, right. He yes, thought that type of stuff. He thought that type of stuff, and then I can see what you're saying when he uh, moved to the Lip Biscuit character because he he it needed to happen. He couldn't right. be that same character, and that's where you see him actually be able to have the mic skills where he could go toe to toe with a rock, where he go toe to toe with a Stone Cold, and you really saw his mic skills. And then after that, to me, after. Lip Biscuit is the best Undertaker because that's where he could combine everything in once when he said he said himself he didn't figure out the business to 100 percent till he was about 2003, 2004, or 5. And that's when he was like 41, 42 years old. I get it. Look, Undertaker is undisputedly the best, greatest wrestler of all time. I think to not give him that is to be a hater and not to really be a true fan of... I wouldn't even call you a hater because it's it's a lot of people you could give that cage to, but if you just want to, like you said, what yeah. you said was perfect. If you're talking about the pedal stool of pedal stools, he's, right. the, he's, he's the godfather. He's the GOAT. Undertaker is the GOAT. He's the GOAT. Alright, moving on to my number two. This person has reintroduced themselves to modern day culture, modern day uh, swag, hip hop culture. This rap song. I already right. know who it is. <laughs> because if you don't like it, you got to learn to love it. All the women want to be with me. 
all the one all the men want to be like me. I'm every woman's dreams and every man's nightmare. In order to be the man, you have you to beat the man. Beat the man. <laughs> and there's only one sweet Rick Flair, Richard Flair. Look, Rick Flair is a rock star. That's exactly what he is. He's a rock star wrestler. He's the first rock star wrestler. And his likability was because everything you thought that wrestlers were, he played the character on and off the camera, right? If you thought he was into womanizing, Rick was doing that time said. If you thought he was into drugs, like Rick was doing that. And I'm not, no, I'm not glorifying. I'm just saying Rick was doing Rick Flair outside the ring. But what it did allow for is you can't challenge Rick Flair's creativity. You do you know how hard it is if if, it, if we talk about monologues and we talk about famous quotes, sayings, you know, the, the charisma, the appeal. Rick Flair had it all, right? Um, Rick came in, I mean, the 80s where Rick kind of blew up, but even towards the 90s and towards the end of his career, when he was older, he didn't have the body, he was coming out with the nature boy, you know, bathrobes. He's that was some still, of his best promos. That's some of his best promos. You gotta know because he could talk to the point you wanted to listen. Mm-hmm. And Ric Flair, without a shadow of a doubt, to me, there really is no modern day wrestling without Ric Flair. To the point, yeah. Ric Flair is one of those characters. If Rick could die in the ring, and I'm not speaking that negatively, like that's a way that would not. He wouldn't be scared. Like he loves the thing Bro, so much. He still tore up. He just had a match last year. Right. I think he wants to die in the ring. Right. That's how much he loves yeah. wrestling. And when it comes to the love of the game, there is no other wrestler like Ric Flair. Yeah. Like being on your list, you you crazy. Right. You, 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 those it, people on this list, excluding him, is just you can't talk about wrestling without saying their name. You have to say Rick Flair. He is it's so many people that's not wrestlers if it's not Rick Flair. That's it. That's it. <laughs> there is probably no take around for that. There's probably there's definitely no rock. There's definitely no stone cold. There's definitely there's it's, de- it's none of these dudes. It's Shawn definitely Michaels. no Shawn Michaels. There's no Shawn Michaels. And, and to be honest, Rick saved. Rick, Rick was almost, even though he didn't take the blows as he should have, he almost almost made it acceptable for those type of characters later on to come in and they wouldn't lose a job like that because there was people like Rick there. Because right. one thing about it in the wrestling business, more than any other business I've known, it don't matter what you have done. If you're talented enough, they're going to put you on TV. Hello. Hello. And and it's one thing about Rick, no matter what it is, that man can entertain you at the at, to this day. He, he will sit there and elbow drop his suit jacket. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. <laughs> hey, ah, Rick on that. It real, bro. Rick Flair. Rick, I love that you on the show. Rick Flair. <coughs> Rick Rick Flair is he's one of those. He's an entertainer. And yes. he understood that wrestling is about entertainment. Entertainment. You're right. And that's what it is. It's the sport of entertainment. And there But he don't no- get it twisted. He can also give you a 40 minute match, too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And a younger Rick, when he could still wrestle and take blows to the face, and you know that was all him. That was all him. All the blood and everything. That was all yeah. Rick. You know, like you, you ever uh, seen like um, some wrestlers when they ran to the corner and they like flip over to the outside? Yeah, Rick. Rick, Rick did that. Yeah. Or him when he used to flip over and then flip back. Rick. Yeah. He was. He just. He was the originator of a lot of things too. And he's the first, when he was younger, he made, like, when when wrestling was transitioning into kind of, like, bodybuilding, like, you had to have a bodybuilder's physique, Rick was the first one to kind of be like, yeah, you got to look good. You know, like, like there's, With like, the hair pressed. Right, right. And Rick Flair yeah, sure. was definitely his. Who's your number two? 
My number two is somebody we already said, and by far one of the greatest entertainers we have ever seen. Probably you could argue one of the greatest in-ring wrestlers we have ever seen. Um, great character as well. You know him. He love him. We kind of love the new version of him. He, everybody wasn't the biggest fan of him at one point, but we he found the Lord, and I'm glad he did. And that is the one and only Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Oh, HBK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you thought I was going to say, uh, uh, I thought, right, right. No. <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, no. like, Sean. I was like, okay, I'm not mad. Yeah. Sean, Sean Michaels was my childhood, you know, like, Sean was cold. I wanted to be like, if I got to describe Sean, you just you don't know. Dress. Somebody yeah. tried to sit there and debate with me and say Sean was overrated. And I, I said, we can no longer have this conversation. No, he's and, the, and the guy, if you're watching, I love you, my guy, but you know why I say it to your face. He he, 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 he a Cena fan. So I'm like, it, um, it's already, I already understand. No, I already no, understand. No, Sean is a, Sean, Sean is Ric Flair Jr. Sean got, you know, Sean didn't right. go as far with it. Thank God. You know, he got a I mean, I, I mean, I, not you know what I'm saying. He he, he went as far. It just yeah. Flair, Flair did it for fifty two thousand years, right? But that, that's that's really what it is. God like, just having mercy on Ric Flair. Yeah, but but the thing was with and well, the difference between was HBK wasn't likable at first. Yeah, like, nobody he liked him. He was a jerk. And that was really what it is. He was super arrogant. And he was arrogant because he knew nobody could mess with him. But yeah. I also got him on this because he broke in. He was one of the main people that broke in the um small guy. Because to be from a um a, a, a man perspective, he's not a small guy. He's what, six one, six two, two hundred and twenty pounds. But for a wrestler at that size, you know, you got your ultimate warriors. You had that at that time you had your Lex Lugers, you had your um Sid Vicious. Yeah, right. You had your Sid Vicious with the who's all on roids. So and but he came in where it was some more slender people. Yeah, and um, more, more, and also bringing more wrestling involved into the whole entertainment aspect as well. That's true. That's true. Look, I'm not mad. Shawn Michaels is Shawn Michaels is on my <laughs> list. Don't have that number two, but Shawn Michaels is on my list. When we get back, we'll discuss the other eight greatest wrestlers of all time. Flexing. Back workout. That's a wrap. Two hours in. Superpower works the whole way through. Keep you going. Lock in, man. Good choice. Superpower. Y'all, store. Look, I brought with me the way. I just want you to see it. Look at that. Look at the color scheme. Look at the panda. It's actually not a panda, it's a bear. Look at that black and gold. Match your Jordans with your protein. www.cbnkglobal.store. Get the whole fit right. Uh, all right, look, we are back. So um, the third greatest wrestler of all time. Let me uh, let me do this justice. Uh, if you smell <laughs> what the rock is cooking. There is, if it came down to lines, promos, uh, mic appeal, evolution of character, there's only one wrestler. And then obviously post, you know, Hollywood business, you know, that has transcended the sport the way he has. 
The only thing you could negatively say about The Rock is that The Rock didn't wrestle for 30, 40 years. We don't have – we have, like, the big stuff, right? We have, like, the WrestleMania's. We don't have, yeah. like, you know, 30, 40 years worth of, like, Ric Flair leg drops or whatever, right? Or Hogan stuff, right? He didn't wrestle in two federations. He didn't wrestle in WCW and, uh, you know, WWE. So that's really the only knock is that he has created a career outside of wrestling. But when it comes to the actual makeup of a wrestler building an empire, there is only one, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. DJ, and that is why DJ is number three on my list. Cultural impact. He he's he's more he's known more now as an action figure, Hollywood exec, uh, actor, uh, you know, owner, creator, founder of the XFL that just merged with the uh, UFL, the USFL. Now they have the UFL. Um, you know. Founder, co-creator of ZOA, uh, not better than Superpower, CMK Global. Just want to throw that out there. I don't mind mentioning you as a second. He is the you know lead face, uh, lead personality behind Project Rock, Under Armour, you know brand. He kind of has done it all, and he has more social media followers than everybody in the world, right? So um, he's universally liked, and if he ran for president. He'd probably win. And that's why DJ, hey, he said, because it's hard not to like him. I mean, you talk about physique, right? He had the physique. He was six. He's really probably about six, three and a half. So he's six, five, right? Six, five. Okay, they, they say he's a real six, five. So about six, five flat footed, 260 pounds of just a God-given creation of mass. Like, it doesn't, his body doesn't make sense. It seems like he's aging backwards. I don't know too many 50-year-olds that look better than, you know, 20 and 30-year-olds. Like, he's just, he's that guy, right? Uh, he's the candy pie-eating, you know, guy, the way he describes it, right? The Rock has notable lines, notable moments, playing his guitar, you know, um, <laughs> just making fun of people, making do it, just interviews. And I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm so sad that this generation doesn't get to experience the fullness of watching. Because I remember watching SmackDown and just waiting for him to interrupt a match, waiting for him and Stone Cold to go at it. And that is why The Rock is number three on my list. And that's why he lower on my list. Most oh, of these people... And I'm real, most people, these people are low on my list because, like I said, I grew up in 2000, so I didn't really get to see the bulk of them, even though I'm a historian. I went back and watched, but I just don't feel like it's acceptable to me to put them on high on my list if I didn't get a nice sample size of them. Like, okay. it's like, like, it's like, uh, somebody my age saying Michael Jordan is my f- favorite player. It's like, it don't make sense. Like, you can't say that. That's true. That's true. So, like, that's all I'm saying. But he on my list as well as Ric Flair. But, um, uh, my number three is Eddie Guerrero. He almost made my list. Eddie Guerrero like Eddie. was was one of the first little guys that got a chance. He was a really five eight, but he's a he's a five eight pound of muscle ball. Like that's really what he is. But Eddie was a wrestling machine. Um, you talk to any of his co peers, he was one of the greatest wrestlers they ever seen. He could wrestle with anybody, big or tall. Or skinny or or big, it didn't matter. He knew how to wrestle you. He knew how to give you this best match. He knew how to call matches. He knew how to lead matches. It's just nothing he couldn't do when it came inside that square circle. So he's one of the best in the ring for sure. And entertainment wise, he brought the element of he he was one of those wrestlers that could be a heel and face. It's not too. Um, uh, it was uh, no. Get me wrong. A lot of these people we just named have been heels and faces as well. But um, he he was a good good heel and he was a good face. Um, the way he was a good face was a little bit different because he brought the comedic side of uh, of wrestling out. He was uh, it had a lot of funny moments. Oh, yeah. Um, him and Chavo, him and Chavo, him and Ray, him and I can't say his name, but um, <laughs> him and <laughs> Hill. 
Christmas. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would have put him on my list too, but I just didn't want to hear it. Don't do that. I didn't want to hear it. But, you know, some people don't know how to put the. The artist for away from the artist, right? I'm, I'm taking a risk wearing this but, shirt, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. And but like, um, he had so many comedic moments, like the whole lie, cheat, you steal. We know that's where that's from, right. uh, Viva la raza. You can say Viva la raza, and everybody know what you're talking about. Um, Latino heat, uh, he Latino. made a whole wave for um, Latinos for wrestling. Yes, um, he brought Lucha. He was he was uh, also another person that brought Lucha Libre and made it a nice standard and a part of American wrestling as well. Yeah. So, um, that's another thing. There's a difference. There's different styles of wrestling due to what country you're in. They're all different. And um, at first, the Lucha Libre style wasn't looked at as, as wrestling, but he found a way to mix it as well as he spent a lot of time as, as well in Japan and Canada, all over the world. Um, doing his craft. So, hey, he 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 is. You can't talk without him. Um, the day he passed was one of the saddest days of my existence. But dudes, that dude, like, it's it's too many storylines to talk about. But he he was definitely that dude. Eddie Guerrero broke down a lot of ethnic barriers and color barriers, and he made mucho libre every. I won't say respectable. He brought it to the mainstream. Right? He's made it, respected. Yeah. Right, respected. And, you know, there's no Rey Mysterio, Chavo. Like, everybody that has proceeded down that line is because of Eddie. Uh, I just remember Eddie coming to things in that 6'4 and just bouncing. Like, the Eddie Guerrero, bro. Like, Eddie. Eddie Guerrero. You said, who was 6'4? Remember the car would bounce? Oh, I'm yeah, six yeah. four in Poly. Yeah, like I, was, I thought you, yeah, bro. That boy had everything. The six four Impala used to come out with yeah. the van. Used to come out with the pickup truck. Like the the music. That's another thing. Like he got iconic music as well as yeah. the others we just named. Yeah, it's just a lot of things about Eddie that he did. Everybody loved him. Everybody loved him. Shout out to Eddie Guerrero, man. <laughs> All right, now this person right here. Is steaming with controversy, but one might argue who isn't. All right, Especially I've learned wrestling. how to separate the content from the creator, the art from the artist, the policy from the politician, the preaching from the preacher. Because if we keep just trying to look for perfect people, we're gonna get upset because the only one perfect is Jesus. And since you don't want him. <laughs> you know, since you're always throwing him out and throwing men on her, but name offends you, you know, you really don't want perfection. You want what makes you happy. So I gotta say that this person influenced my childhood. Yes, I was disappointed with the racist rant, but he has apologized. He has given his life to the Lord. I saw the baptism video. I'm happy for him, and I and I pray that he really is changed and is changing and will do good. But there is no rock without this individual. If there's one wrestler who took wrestling beyond the ring, who made himself as big as the brand, if not bigger, who made Hollywood see this, the, the production and see we have to tap into this talent pool, the first one to do it was Terry. Hulk Hogan, as Wild as that sounds, has had many. It ain't even. It ain't even wild. It's just the truth. I hate it's to just, say it. right. It's just the truth. It's the truth. He made me want to grip my t-shirts as a little kid. Sit there, and go. Ugh! I'm gonna be at, after church. Be like, ah, try to do it. Had you eating your vitamins, huh? Eating my vitamins, taking my little gummy multivitamins. Like one day, I remember when I first ripped a t-shirt. I was like 13. I was like, I did it. I was like, ah. <laughs> he made me want to do it. Ho Hogan made me want to hit the gym for the first time. Ho Hogan showed you that you could be a superstar. Now, I admit, Ho Hogan does not have great moves. The no. leg drop is pretty much it. Ho Hogan, Ho Hogan is you know, uh, but what Ho Hogan does have 
Yes. He's an entertainer. He's an entertainer. He can entertain the socks off. Because when Hogan was in the ring and you'd be beating Hogan, he'd be doing that mess and fist pumping and, you know, no hair up here and the hair on the sides going forward, right? And then, uh, yeah, try to see the, hear the crowd. You can say what you want, but Hogan made you want to watch. And that is the goal. If you're not watchable, it doesn't matter. You can have the greatest entrance, greatest charisma, greatest lines, but if you suck, if there's nothing that draws me into you, it doesn't matter. So despite the flaws, despite the human character errors, Ho Hogan is the number four greatest wrestler. <laughs> it sounds like you said Ho Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is number four on my list. <laughs> Yeah, you can never take away the accomplishments of that dude. He was literally the first wrestling star, right. global star there was. He was the first one. He blew it open for everybody. And yeah, and then that's another thing. Like everybody thinks you got to be the greatest wrestler to be on the greatest of all time. You don't. It's all about entertainment at the end of the day. Right. And if you entertain, if you make people stop what they're doing to watch the TV. Hey, that's all that matters. Cause some of y'all just out here, just some genet, some doing gymnastics. Y'all ain't even wrestling for real. Right. That's another conversation. Um, number four on my list is a goat in a modern era. Okay. He's a he's a goat in a modern era. Um, he's from the old school. He's still he was still uh um part of the ruthless ruthless aggression era. Was okay. one thing, but he's a product of the old school. Um, he 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 is one of the most. He wasn't super line pushing outside of WWE, but he made a lot of noise. Good, at, crazy and bad and good in in wrestling. Yeah, and. Thank you. He, thank God he calmed down into his later years. Um, experienced a career-ending injury. Um, had to retire early. Um, and we thought we wasn't going to see him again. Took eight years off and then surprised us with a return. And he's been wrestling ever since. And now we're just experiencing and taking in all of his S's that we got left. And that's the one, the only rated R superstar. Adam Copeland, Edge. Oh, uh, Edge? Really? Oh, my God. Did you just say really to me like that? I mean, like, I, all right. I, I hear the explanation. Like, Edge, you know, okay. he was a Highlander. So, if, 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 if younger Edge had the social media that we had now, he would be yeah. ridiculous. He would have probably been the first wrestler to go viral because the Red R Superstar, he got that name for a reason. Yeah, you're the first person we seen to have a live sex show on Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah. We know this whole story of him stealing Lita from Matt Hardy, really? which was a real thing that yeah. happened that WWE actually turned into a storyline. But when it comes down to it, he, when he he understands the business throughout and through and through. He got a character that you always say he's got one of the best promos of He's probably one of the best promo dudes there is. There's not too many people that could go at it with him on a mic. Um, he probably has one of the, some of the most memorable moments in WWE, and that's what makes Legends his moments from him with Mick Foley, all his times with Undertaker, um, him tag teaming with Randy, um, him being with Vicky, and storyline, and how he used authority to his advantage, like. And then, like I said, you see him um, have um, neck problems constantly, but then he end up having double fusion neck surgery, and they told you, dog, you're going to have to hang it up. And like I said, he was going for eight years, and then that Royal Rumble in 2019, I want to say, bro, I, I don't forget where I was at. I was watching it, and that must at three, two, one, and you heard, you think you know me? And when I told you, I have never heard the a pop like that in so many years. Yeah, we legit lost our mind. Like 
everybody should go back and watch that reaction because we was legit shocked. We did not think we was going to see that man ever again in a wrestling ring because he just got it down pegged. He's one of the best in ring character wise. He's a, a vet now. He understands the business inside and out. Um, he's married now to a, a, another wrestler, Beth Phoenix. Got a family, kids. Now, now he's just trying to soak up all up, and then now he's teaching the game to the young dude. So, he's my five. I'm not mad. All right, Holy and man. I will. I will say probably has the most popular and best theme song of all time. Yeah, Edge, <laughs> Edge. Edge, if if social media existed when Edge was in his prime, he would be a lot further. I think Edge was, even though he was pretty much further, he, he was yeah. like he was the one. That, I'm gonna tell you a, a secret that well, not a secret, ain't a secret no more. But it's a another thing you probably didn't know. He was one of the people they lobbied to take the streak from the Undertaker, and he said no. Oh, the WrestleMania never lost in WrestleMania. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. That's fair. I'm not that even that tells you everything you need to know about him. That's true. If he, if you, if you get that, if they, if Undertaker is willing to do that and he didn't have a problem with it, you're one of those dudes. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm gonna use this for the. I'm gonna use this for the clip. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna use this for the clip. Look. I think you gonna be more shocked that people gonna be like, "What? What you mean? Edge is Edge is that Edge is that goat? He's a modern goat, bro." I'm going to take it as a clip. All right. Hogan and Edge is number five. We'll return on uh, number four. My bad. Fourth best wrestler of all time. We yeah. return. We're going to go through five through ten uh, because it's time to start discussing some real wrestlers now that aren't as edgy after we return. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CVMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid-free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cvmkglobal.store. Y'all, www.cvnkglobal.store. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. Go get it today. Use code CVNK at the discount for 20% off. Because you missed Jingle All the Way when it was 40% off. I might make a new code for you, though. www.cvnkglobal.store. Number five, greatest wrestler of all time. This person right here made you want to drink a beer. <laughs> right <laughs> Person right here didn't didn't even register would walk in, no shirt, jeans, and a leather vest. This person right here, anytime you heard glass break and hear and heard the sound that followed, <laughs> all right, all right, you already knew it was going down. It, it was like a warning sign, and you could not. Out talk the Texas rattlesnake because he'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and he was just a dog. And that's why people liked him. Stone Cold Steve Austin hey, was a dog. dog. That's all you could say. He just was a dog. His character was doggish. Everything he about did everything you wanted to do. Yeah. Boss. yeah. He did everything you wanted to do. He said yeah. everything you wanted to say. And he everything he did, you believe he really did. And that's yeah. what's one thing. He made you believe. He made you feel some type of way. And it was a good thing. Like he's definitely probably has the most to like I, if if I had to say out of everybody in this list, who's most likely to get the loudest pop, it would probably be Stone Cold. Yeah. It just I don't know what it is about him and that glass breaking, but everybody lose their mind when they hear him. And it goes off. And every single remix he didn't have was cold, too. That's another thing. It's true. But yeah. Uh, even he it's so many things you mimic about him. From <laughs> if you're going down the hill, you start walking like him, talking yeah. like him, and stuff like that. Like he made you wanna uh he made it cool to wear jorts right. and, and chains <laughs> with leather vests. 
and stuff. And, oh yeah, he was just everything. And Timberland boots. <laughs> right, and boots and everything. And then he come out there, like I said, he probably is probably listed in WWE with the most biggest moments with yes, the when it comes from the monster trucks yes. to him and Taker for him being crucified for him being in the morgue yes. from all the stuff with uh <laughs> all the stuff with the uh, with of uh, uh Vince when they was in the hospital and he was yes. beating on his leg from the beer the beer truck yeah. everything it's too many moments it's too many times where you hear Stone Cold. It's, it's too many. Like, it, I, it, it, there's a clip that sh- that pops up every year. It's, it's that one clip at the end of, I want to say, a Raw, and he just comes down, and everybody's in the ring. He got a black shirt on. He had a hat, and he just comes out like, I'm, and he just whoops everybody in the Stone Cold <laughs> to the ring. And that's like, he got the moments. He, he got it. Stone Cold Steve Austin has the moments. I, I'm going to be honest with you. If there was a yin to the Rock's yang, it was stone. It was literally. Stone didn't. Look, Steve Austin did not play. And you couldn't out-talk him. Because if you started doing that, he would he would just start on you. What? Drop you and then grab a beer. <laughs> what? What? Like, he is too many things. Like, it's too many things that happens in modern day to this day that he started. Right. People hear you hear anytime you hear a promo going on, you hear the crowd. What? Yep. What? And that came yep. from uh, him. It's, it's too many things he did. Like, like I said, he the golden moments. He probably have the most memorable moments when it comes to a, a superstar. He is the total moments. Who's your number five? Now, my number five is somebody, excuse me, it's somebody we all know and love, somebody we all grew up on. He's a, a, is he a third generation or second generation? I forget. He's one of those generations. But he's a, I want to say a second generation superstar. He's what I've been heard described, and I agree with it. If you was making a video game and you was creating a wrestler, you would make this guy, he would pop up, and that's the one and only, the Viper, the Legend Killer, oh, Ranty, or- Keith, or hmm. all right, explain. He just got it all. There's nothing he can't do in the ring. He's smooth. Like, um, he can talk on the ring. He has the character. He evolved throughout his, his years. He's not always the same character throughout the decades. He's going to be, well, he's in his 40s now. Um, and he started young. That's another thing. Like, most people of his caliber, like, he was the, he was like the prodigal son. He was the, the protege to everything. He was the guy, like, when evolution started, he was the future. So he was the what? I think he was the youngest world champion. Yeah. I think he still is. I think he won there, what, 22, 23 years old? Yeah. Which is like I said, most people don't get that to the mid-30s to 40s. And he got that. Yeah, he was immature for it. And he had a lot of things he he had to grow up out of. He was um he wasn't the greatest person when he was younger, but he growed, he got better. But yeah, he's just there's nothing he's not bad at. He's one of those wrestlers like like when you're describing an athlete, there's nothing on that field or court he can't do. When it comes to wrestling, there's nothing he's not good at. He doesn't have a flaw. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I thought you were gonna say like CM Punk. All right, number okay, so you're number six. Um Yeah, that was your number five. Your number five is Randy Orton. That's 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 yeah. cool. I'm not mad at you know, Randy being that high. It's a little to me is about five you know, spaces. Just for uh, just to be quick, uh, six and seven are The Rock. Uh, the seven is Stone Cold, like I said, and eight is um, Ric Flair. Okay, all right, let's do that. My six, Booker T. Because five times, five times, five times. Booker T. Booker T. Is your top ten? Randy Orton is your number five. 
Randy Orton won way more championships than Booker here, T. Here, here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Booker T never had. I'm a, did you suck up? Like, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I do. I do agree with you that yeah. he didn't get the push that he should have. Thank you. Thank you. But I still believe. And trust me, I'm a Booker T fan, but like, I don't know. And if it's all said and done, even if he does get that push, is he better than a Randy? I don't think so. Randy has moments well as to Randy. Like, people are like, you got young Randy, but you got legend kid and, and Randy. Randy yeah. and a legend kid, the, the character show his snarkiness, his arrogance, but he was a killer at the same time. Here's but when he got to, like, mid-08 Randy, the man was... Should have been in a straight jacket. The man was doing insane things. Like he was booting people and kick giving Musk concussions. He was uh, knocking knocking kids out. He was kissing you know wives. Like yeah, you, you know what, Randy? Randy, I'm not saying he's not a great wrestler. I'm not saying he didn't have a great personality. I'm not even saying he didn't have the physique. Randy had all the ingredients for a superstar, but they pushed Randy Orton. They pushed Randy. They, they never pushed, pushed him from jump. Yeah, they pushed right. him from jump. They never pushed Booker T. Booker T was just a good guy that kept wrestling, kept dogging. He had to go. He Booker T's had so many iterations. You know, Booker T ended up being, you know, uh, uh, Eddie from Tekken. You know, by the end of his career. Because <laughs> they, kept, they kept evolving Booker T's character. But Booker T kept staying consistent five times, man. But when you look at it. No great. He never home. really had a the the only time he had a and the reason yeah. why I, I give you something he got a character when he he sold us he can yeah. act and really do it when he became King Booker and King Booker. I think yeah. that's what gave him a that's what a lot of people I do agree a lot of people underrate him yeah but like top ten he's top ten dog he's top ten he's top ten for effort and we and we're close to Black History Month um so who was your number seven. My number seven was Stone Cold. Stone Cold, okay. My number seven is um, six, seven. Uh, Shawn Michaels, all the reasons you look to Shawn. Okay. And then my number eight is going to shock you. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to give you my number eight, and we'll go through eight through ten after this quick break. I literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet. With Superpower pre-workout, you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out. It's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine, but it also has citrulline and creatine. It's insane how much energy and focus I had during my workouts. If you're ready to take your workouts to the next level, then ditch your current pre-workout and get the superpower pre-workout to be your own hero. www.cvnkglobal.store. Get it today. Hey, this is where I think you're missing the mark. You are totally ignoring some great ones. Number eight who didn't probably make your list deserves to be on the list. If you put Randy Orton this high, this person should be on your list. This person, I still can't tell you today what he sounds like. Well, I, I can't because I've seen him on AEW. This person right here, still wrestling. This person right here is a legend. This person right here oh, was, could go, I, you know, exactly where I'm going. This person I right here so. could, could this person right here was as just as lethal, just as scary as Undertaker. Lights would go out. He would come down on a string barbed wire. Oh, of a cage. That's my honorable. That's my honorable mention. I'm not mad at that. Oh, Sting. I'm not mad at that. Sting is to me the eighth greatest wrestler of all time. I'm not Sting, mad at that at all. He had a bat. And he had face made, and that's all he needed. He he was literally a terror. That wasn't a person hey, you wanted to just wrestle. Hey, Young uh, Sting was a mug too. Yeah. Blonde hair, surfboard, yeah. Side uh, makeup Sting was a mug too. But yeah, yeah. the dude, the, the 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 vigilante Sting, yeah, was some of the greatest moments at WCW. That was my, I think, my, if I'm not mistaken, that's my father's favorite wrestler. So yeah. I grew up on Sting definitely. Um, um. I just, I mean, the only reason why I couldn't, he, he he ain't making mine is one, out of my era a little bit, just slightly, 
when he came back, they didn't do him. They didn't do right by him just because I knew they wasn't because he's not a, a long time WWE guy, and yeah. they, they that's how they are. You ain't gonna beat me, and you I'm I've been here longer. That's how they work over there. But um, I'm the reason I couldn't put on there because yes, the character was great to some degree, but it was still kind of hollow at the same time. Yeah, that's true. I get I get it. There was a lot of death to yeah. him, but he was just he was greatness yeah. in a bottle. Okay, who's yeah. your number eight? Rick. Rick Flair. Okay. Number nine. This person is going to shock you. This person is not a wrestler, yet they make the list because you cannot mention oh. wrestling. Yes. You can't mention wrestling without this person. There are no iconic Undertaker moments without this individual. There are no Hogan moments from a WWE's perspective without this individual. This person was a caricature, a clown, and yet he was funny. He was super offensive, offensive with his characters, and yet he, he had stage appeal. When you see him, you knew it was going to be a show. The Vince. one, the only, Vince McMahon. Yeah, is my number. No, Vince McMahon. The reason yeah, is because I no soccer. Do-rag Vince. Bro, is a character. Like, if you ever watch any of Do Rag Business stuff, you'd be like, "What?" And they let him get away with it. That was wild, Vince. On yeah, yeah, Vince was definitely, and I would say he was a wrestler. If you got more than a couple matches under your belt, you're a wrestler, in my opinion. If you yeah. get, you can put yourself in in this in this stuff. And one thing about Vince, he wouldn't he wouldn't do something he wouldn't go out there and do himself. Right, and he did it. So um he's by far one of the greatest heels we ever seen. He's um by far one of the greatest characters we ever seen. Yeah. Um he the he had major stories with like you said Undertaker, the his biggest stories is probably with um Stone Cold. He has stories with everybody. Like he he literally like he he played the perfect evil boss. Yeah. There ever was. So you putting this on there is not a shocker at all. Not at all. All right. Who's your number nine? My number nine is his son-in-law. Oh. Triple? <laughs> Triple H. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad. But you can't. And the reason is that dude is by definition a wrestling student. He is. He is. A sports entertainment student. Hunter. He has a yeah. He's probably got some of the greatest storylines there is. Yeah. Um he he makes everybody great about around him. He's one of the he just he was everything. He was like he he had so many good moments, so many long drive and he kind of he was kind of we all know the stories. We all know he had the golden shovel and you yeah. know he's one of, and, and, but you, but yeah. the, you can't deny his greatness no matter what he was he has a mind like no a wrestling mind like no other yeah like and it just won't be another triple h no there will be another triple h look hunter hunter is he had you out here get whoopings because you decided to go out oh, the at school is... and spit water outside oh you did hey you had a water bottle with a <sighs> Yes, that man was a bad influence, bro. We was getting in trouble imitating that stuff at school. Just <laughs> all right, I'm married. Right. <laughs> <laughs> itching. I'm like, bro, it's from WWE, bro. Hey, there was a time that was a wild guy that time, like when it was him, Road Dog, bro. Billy Gunn, I think, was a part of that crew. Oh, we like, know. Right. You're going to call somebody. <laughs> Bro, they, they, were, they were iconically ignorant. Like, that was... Iconically ignorant, right. funny, probably funny, some right. of the funniest moments. They, they, they was probably the biggest comedians out there. But, like, right. He got one of the most... That's another thing. He's probably next to the one of the greatest tag teams of all time as well. Yeah. So you, you got to put him on his list. I like it. I like it. I'm not mad. Triple H is actually my number 10. So you covered all the reasons for it. He's my number 10. But I will give this for my, before we sign off, my honorable mention, 
this person did not make the list uh, because they are not better than the 10 names before them, though I do respect this person. I think if there was somebody who took the mantle of the face of the WWE post The Rock, really when Triple H was kind of on the downswing of his career, and you know, even though I think they made a caricature out of him, and I understand that's why he's kind of like been more focused on the movies. He he tried to take the Hogan playbook and the the Rock playbook, um, but it's hard because I I don't know. Like John Cena is a hard character to to fall in love with. You know what I'm See, saying? And and this is the thing. I know what you mean, because I have I have the same yeah. thing, but you gotta put him in the armor mentions, and he is one of the greatest we ever seen. Yeah. But he did he was smarter than us than he really realized. He yeah. did the Hogan and he did the rock. But the difference is the Hogan and the Rock Stone Coles of the world, they grabbed the the, the adults much for the majority of the time. Right. He grabbed the kids. Yeah. And he held the kids to death. And yeah. he and he understood it and he drove it all the way home. So that's the thing about him. But like when it comes to like you said, when it comes to in ring, he knows it all. He understands it all. He's not the greatest in ring performer. Like he don't have all the moves, but he knows how to. He can put. He for some reason he knows how to put on a lot of five stars match. He just understands in ring psychology to a T. Um, he's been the spokesman for wrestling for like twenty years, and ain't too, no scandals, no nothing. nothing. He, 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 it was perfect. He almost, he's literally Hogan. He's literally per, a, a perfect Hogan. He's a perfect Hogan. And that, I think that kind of sums up John Cena's career. He's the perfect Hogan. He's Who's your honorable Hogan. mention? My honorable mention was two people. I have Rey Mysterio All right. and Kurt Angle. See, I, Kurt almost made, but Kurt makes me mad. Like, he just... Why? Because he... Kurt look he looks like a Oscar Mayer wiener with muscles, and that kind of throws me off. You know, like <laughs> I don't be like that, but I'm just not. What a, you I'm, mean? I'm, you I don't mean it like, like that? Guy. I think it's a good guy. It's just that when I when I look at Kurt Angle, I just be like, ah. You just said this man look like a hot dog, and then say I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I mean, like he just looks like a hot dog. Like he would come in. I hated his character. That's what it was with the American flag and little spandex. You know, that was was really, wrestler. He, he, but he was. He was a real wrestler, but I was corny. Like his whole thing was corny. He was corny, but he was funny corny. I, I like, I like you got people about. that's like corny to the point it's not funny, but then you got that funny corny. Like, yeah, <laughs> like who else could have came out to you suck? Like who else could have did? Right, you suck. All that stuff. Honestly, him and Gilbert. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like <laughs> when it comes to like the comedic side of wrestling, he's a goat yeah. of it. He brought comedian to wrestling. Like he was he one did. of the most funniest dudes at that time, and he could talk. And he was probably a top five wrestler in the ring wrestler of all time. Yeah. And I mean WWE. I'm talking about WWE. You no, know, like oh, okay. yeah. nope. Yeah. Like people yeah. bring in when he when they start training him to be a, a professional wrestler. Nobody they seen like only person like they compare him to was Brock that picked it up as fast, but they said Brock didn't even pick it up as fa- easy and as fast as um Carrick did. And if you really picked it up and you understand like the nuances and the 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 in depth psychology of wrestling, you really understand how good he is. So like he can he he can be on the top ten list. I just couldn't. Pit. I personally could put him outside this our t- my tenth spot. I yeah. All right. If you give a second, since you gave a second honorable mention, I'm gonna mention my second. Mankind, uh, the sock. Right, Mr. Socko. I'm the, bro. That man looks like he doesn't shave or shower, but his bro when he wrestled and then he took so much punishment. He would land on tax and 
I feel like I feel like I would hate to be his body right now. Like all you would see him do is fall from the top of the gate, just down. And he, uh, he was one of the first people to have like a multitude of characters as well. He, he had like five Cactus, characters. Cactus Jack. He had a lot of characters. Do love mankind. Do love. Yep. Yep. This has been the definitive list of the top ten greatest male wrestlers. We're gonna do a greatest female wrestler soon. That list is gonna be hard because, yeah, yeah, I, I feel like it's gonna be easier for me. It's gonna be hard because it's gonna be hard. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. If you ain't been watching modern wrestling. You need to because if you don't, yeah, yo 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 your 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 list gonna be skewed. Trish Stratus might be number one. That's all I would say. Uh, that ain't crazy. She was the bitch mark. She was the yeah. she was she's the reason why wrestling for women right now is the best it's ever been. Yeah, that'll say Trish Stratus might be number one. Or Stephanie Mc, like there's there's a lot. There's a no, lot there. No, no, okay. no. <laughs> he said no. No. Oh, no. 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 oh Steve oh man, where can they connect with you? Wait, we didn't do 10. That was 10. Remember my you did 10? Yeah, remember my 10 was Triple H. Your 10 was... I ain't give you my 10. Who was your, who my was your 10, 10 was Bret Hart. Bret Hart? Bret Hart. Yeah. Bret Hart. I don't even... I don't have to explain that one. If you if you think... If you have to think about why I put Bret Hart, do oh, your Owens? research. No, Bret. Yes. With the glade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, with the shade. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Owen girl. was just as good, but yeah, the Jerry hey, girl. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Bread, bread is. I'm not mad at Bret Hart. Ain't um, no debate. I'm a, you almost can't take him off of it. He's a. He's in there. I mean, he's yeah. a, he's a legend. He's a le- he's a legend. All right, I, if I gotta, all right, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I just think that. That's hard. I'm gonna be honest with you. I put Goldberg above Bret Hart, but I don't even not a fan of his character. Bro, he's garbage. I don't care. I don't know yeah, why. It was just the street. It was just he was spearing everybody. That was his move. He, no, he was spear. He was tackling people. He was actually. He didn't realize he was not at Georgia no more. No, he was that's just, why nobody likes him. You're right. Because he was out there hurting people. Because he didn't know how to wrestle. Somebody that's been speared by Goldberg, like, bro, does that hurt? Like, because he. Yes. (laughs) Hey, he he ended he ended up Brett's career. Yeah. And it wasn't even off of a spear. (laughs) It was because he tried to do a super kick. Why is your three hundred pound self trying to do a super kick? And you don't know how to wrestle. That's Goldberg, but he had the uh, he had the greatest caricature. Interest, he def no he he had the oh. def greatest interest. I'm yeah, one of the greatest uh, interests. Right, oh, <laughs> you already know this. I run into the ring. You knew somebody was about to get speared. Goldberg, right, Goldberg, bro. Goldberg. He was iconic. Steve, we're gonna connect with you, man. Hey, follow me on X on Steve Speak as well as Instagram. Follow me at NBA Central as well as Bear Central, Shot Central as, as well. Y'all follow him, y'all. You want to keep seeing amazing content, subscribe. Uh, <laughs> yes, leaders content that we have on today. Subscribe, YouTube, CVMK, Instagram. It is what it is, underscore show. CVMK underscore global, CVMK33. And X, Cody's underscore life one. But CVMK underscore global, where it goes down. And until next time, guys. If you think exercise alone got me looking like this, well, think again. CVMK Global Super Thick got me right. I'm obsessed, and yeah, I won't stop talking about it because it helped me grow in all the right places. Its creatine provides a fast and reliable way to increase your power, size, and shape. And it's scientifically proven to help you reach your physical goals in a safe, controlled manner. So if you want to increase muscle size, pump, and thickness in your muscle groups, you need Super Thick.